Welcome to Baker Hill's podcast, Lending Made Easy, the show where we demystify the world of commercial lending and bring you up to speed on everything you need to know to make lending easy. I'm your host, Mitch, and I'm here to help you navigate the complex world of lending and finance. Whether you're a seasoned banking professional or new to the industry, this podcast will provide you with valuable insights and information that will help you succeed. So join us as we explore the exciting world of banking. Grab your coffee, close your spreadsheets, and let's dive into today's episode of Lending Made Easy. Welcome back to Lending Made Easy. In today's episode, we're going to jump right into the exciting world of small business lending. And navigating the world of small business lending is kind of like walking a tightrope, right? It's balancing the potential rewards of helping a small business grow with the risks involved in lending. And lenders really have to assess the credit risk, manage exposure, overcome compliance obstacles. It's, it's really an art and a science. So today I'm joined by Brian Peckapaw and David Catalano just to share some of their experience and their insights on how to strike the right balance in small business lending. So Brian, David, when you think about risk and reward in small business lending, wh- where do you lean? Do you lean more risk or do you lean more reward? And then his follow-up question there is, where do you start to find the balance there? I guess I would lean more towards the reward side, Mitch, but only if you do it right. <laughs> You know, and I think it also begs a, a quick conversation on the definition of small business and and what what does an institution mean when they when they say they are going to focus on small business or they want more small business. What I have found is that the financial institutions really tend to mean small credits, not necessarily small business. Now, by nature, the smaller the business, typically the smaller the credit. But you know, it's it's how do they find a way to spend less time on the fifty thousand dollar loan than they do on the fifteen million dollar loan, so that a I've got more time to allocate to those larger, more complex, higher revenue generating, more risk if they go bad type of loans. But also making sure I can do those smaller loans with a sufficient margin to make it worthwhile and to get that reward. So, you know, there's the, I'll say, traditional stratification of thinking about businesses by size, either by revenue, by exposure, by size of the institution. Then there's how do you think about the loans that you are doing in that space? Are you trying to do some type of auto decisioning? And that's your definition of small business, you know, pulling a score from somebody like Experian with their IPv2 or FICO with their SPSS and using that as a primary driver from a predictability perspective to say yes or say no. Yeah. So I think that, that's the first place for, for a bank or a credit union to focus is, is how are you defining it? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, the, the thing I always encourage the banks to do is, is, again, find those efficiencies in the smaller credits. Start there and build your way up to some of the other automation concepts. Now, the flip side of that is that's going to also come with some hard, uh, hard choices to make and the need from a, a management perspective down to, to control the process. So the, the last thing you want to do is spend the time building out, you know, differing credit policies, differing decision criterias, differing underwriting processes for different sizes of loans, only to have people second guess the no's. You know, typically people don't second guess the yeses. It's usually the loan officers trying to get the the no's to a yes. 
But the more you allow that, the more you you deviate from the standards that you set, the less of the reward you're going to get. So, uh, I, you know, I think that's the starting point, you know, figuring out how you're going to define it, how you're going to approach it. But again, really making sure you focus on doing those smaller loans in a profitable manner, as well as in a tight risk tolerance view of the credits you bring on. Yeah, I think that's a all, all very good points. You're you're essentially creating a segmenting strategy, and the question is, does your policy allow you to do that? And if it does, then what kind of process are you going to put in place to facilitate that? And then what kind of adherence, or how will everyone adhere to that to that policy and that process? Because you don't get the reward if you spend a, an incredible amount of time arguing over whether or not this two hundred thousand dollar loan gets approved or not, <laughs> the way you might with a two million dollar loan, or the way you might structure. A two million dollar loan to get it done, when in fact you know you're not going to spend that kind of money on a two hundred thousand dollar loan or a fifty thousand dollar loan. So you know it's around efficiency and and understanding how are we going to go about doing what we're going to do because it doesn't make any sense at all to pursue a smaller credit in the same manner you're pursuing these larger credits, regardless of the size of the business. It's it just doesn't make a ton of sense because the risk isn't there. And the reward sure isn't going to be there because the size of the loan's not there. So it's a matter of balance and understanding that and creating a culture that, you know, this is what we do, this is how we do it. And, you know, with these smaller with these smaller loans, there is less risk and there's you know far less reward. So spending an inordinate amount of time there doesn't make a ton of sense. That's why we see larger organizations, meaning, well, when I say larger, it's just you know, a billion or above, maybe they, they have a score that they use, you know, it's either approved, declined, or there's a gray area there where they might analyze the gray areas, but the approves are approved and the declines are declined and thinking a human can figure out the differences between two different loans that look, one looks stronger than the other, but the one that looks stronger to you is declined. Well, the machine declined it. We, we either trust the machine or we don't, we just need to figure that out from a policy perspective, you know, how are we going to handle this from a process perspective? But I, I do think you can get, you know, incredibly efficient if you can use, you know, the machine to make the decision on certain credits. And I don't think it's that tough to get comfortable with that. It may take a culture change, but I, I think the uh, data would support that the decisions are better, you know, smaller loan decisions are better. The outcomes are better and you're going to be more profitable if you take that approach. Yeah. Yeah. What you need to do is right, you take that crawl, walk, run approach, right, David? Mm -hmm. Like, like yep. you said, it's not hard. It's it's really building the stratification. So building your your different tiers and, and processes, implementing those in a manual fashion with a system so that you can go back and and check and see performance and, and really, you know, look at the variables so that I can come back in six months and say, you know, here are loans that may have gone bad. What type of you know, key decision criteria do they share that might be predictive to something going bad? Start pulling a score before you start using a score. So build up some history of that so that you can determine predictability within your market segment. You know, just again, build the history, build, build inside of a system that has the ability to go back and track and report on what the decision criteria were, what the scores were, so that you can, you know, see what looks good and what looks bad and continue to tweak. Now, here we call that the gray area strategy. You know, it's very easy to set a high bar at which I say automatically yes to something uh -huh. and a very low bar at which I say no. 
but then I've got a lot of gray area in the middle that I still have to have a human being look at. The larger that gray area, the less efficiency I am driving from leveraging a score, leveraging a system. And the more I tighten that, the more I run the risk of people questioning the decisions, again, typically questioning the no's. And if I back it up with data, if I'm able to very concretely say these set of criteria for our financial institution lead to a solid credit decision, lead to a solidly performing loan, or in some cases, a profitably <laughs> performing loan, because those aren't mm-hmm. always one and the same, that I, you know, I have the data to back it up and challenge, you know, when somebody challenges a no and says, well, but I know the owner, you know, I went to school with them and I promise they're going to repeat, you have the data to say that's, that's all well and good, but this is just not a loan that, that works for us. But you have to have that data to help combat the, the natural human tendency of trying to get a deal done and of your loan officers who are out there to, to close deals to make money. You, you have to have that to, to back it up and, and support your, your strategy, again, to balance out that, that risk to the rewards you can get. So then what you can do, we, by the way, we call that automating the front end of the, uh, the origination process. You can also automate the back end. So we were talking about a score. You're pulling a business score, pulls the person and the business and does some math and there's an algorithm there that makes a decision. Well, what you can also do is once those loans are on your books, you know, once a quarter, every six months, however frequently you want to do that, you could repull that score. And then you could have software tell you which scores to go talk to. So if I have a score of 80, I'm making this up and it becomes a score of 60, I, I probably want to go talk to that business and that business owner. So basically you're automating the review or you're automating the assessment of the, of the health of that loan on a regular basis automatically. And they're just telling you who to talk to, that machine, the software, the repull of an existing business score and comparing it to the last score is just a, a way to say, who should I go talk to? Who should I, who should I pick up the phone and talk to? Or who, who's, who's, who's okay? You know, whose score is fine, or maybe it's improving, and I don't necessarily need to pay too much attention to them. Because if you're building a portfolio of these smaller loans, you want to be efficient on the front end, and you want to be efficient on the back end. And if you have a deposit relationship with that same small business owner, you can you can monitor deposits too, especially if you have the operating account for that business. So you can look for behavior changes in the in the deposit account, in the loan account. You can automate that back end. You can automate the front end, like Brian talked about with the score. And you've got a nice, nice small business practice there that you can implement at scale without adding a ton of people. Yeah. I think some some really good takeaways there. I think you both hit on this, right? It's when you think about small business lending and and automation, it's not necessarily having a machine always making a decision for you, but it's about gaining efficiencies. It's about making it easier to do business with the businesses in your community. It's easier for them to do business with your institution. And that provides a lot of opportunities for for you to grow and and to grow profitably as well. It's, It's about automating processes that could be time consuming to let you focus on things that are going to be more more important for your institution's long-term success, right? Like those $2 million deals that, that are that are coming in from a larger commercial client versus this $20,000 equipment loan that, that, you, that you need to work on as well. So I think, again, it can sound really scary to some people to say, I want to automate some of my, my small business lending processes. But I think when you think about it in that manner, it makes it a little bit more palatable, right? 
you can you can automate a process, but it doesn't control your your ability to make decisions still as a, as a human. So I think those are some really great takeaways, both from from you, David, and Brian today. So thank you guys for for sharing your insights there. I know you've had a lot of experience working as lenders and, and with other institutions, and I think some great takeaways for anyone listening to today's episode of, of Lending Made Easy. 